Mana 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 this is social discasting welcome to social discasting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka ben turdsman i hope you are well my guest is a comedian tv writer zine maker and illustrator she's the host of the podcast celeb news right home as well as the co-host of jack am on twitch and the excellent show this podcast is self-care and she invented yellow please welcome kate raft thanks for having me absolutely thank you for taking the time you know, what am I, What else am I going to do? Anybody who takes the time, I'm so appreciative. But that is the general answer because it's just like, I mean, it's something to do. Like, thank God for that. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice. Podcasting is great right now. It's so fun. So yeah. How are you and where are you? I am in LA, in Echo Park, in my office, in my apartment. And I'm good. I am good. I just woke up from a nap. I'm feeling very peaceful today. I just, you know, I did a yoga class on uh, Zoom. Nice. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling myself. Is that just something you kind of do when the mood strikes? Is that part of like a routine now or? It was the first time I tried doing it. My friend recommended it to me. It's just like a local yoga studio that is probably like a five minute walk from my house. But all of their teachers are now offering classes on Zoom. You can see them and they can see you. And it's like a bunch of people in a class. It was really nice. I tried it for the first time today, actually. And it was great. It was my first time doing yoga in a while. And it was really nice. It felt really good. I think it was in college. They have you try all these different things, these physical activities. And one of them was yoga. And it was, for me personally, as somebody who is deeply inflexible it was an absolute nightmare it's hard it is really tough like i can absolutely see why the positive health effects are so substantial thing i like about yoga is no one really gets like mad at you if you have to tap out for a little bit or like take a break it's all about like modifying the poses to be not as hard if you know what i mean if you need it to be i like it it's it's you know it's like a it stretches you out in a good way gets you sweating but it's also like it's low pressure it's not like you're at soul cycle and it's an absolute competition Right. It's really just about doing your own thing. That'd be way better for me. I took a break from it because uh, I was paying for a lot of money for like a monthly yoga membership at this place. And I just, it started to get boring. It starts to get repetitive, but I feel like I want to get back into it during quarantine times. I think it's a good way to stretch out your body and like, it's nice to congregate with people online that like, it was nice because the yoga teacher was like, she's also going through all of this. And she was like helping us and like being kind of like, we're all going through through something right now and like if you can hold this pose like get through it like you think about the larger meaning of that or something or like breathing through it was like it was like a nice little metaphor spiritual guided hour-long workout i can see the absolute value in that especially kind of right now it truly feels like it would be a physical and like psychological release yeah it was great i mean i hope that i do more of these i'm planning on doing it but listen i'm lazy so Maybe I won't. That is definitely one where I'm trying to do the workout thing and it's been pretty consistent and I definitely feels like I've got enough momentum in it in that I don't feel as good when I don't do it. Yeah. So that's good. But also though, if it doesn't happen on a day, I'm not beating myself up because like there are far worse things going on and trying to be kind to myself too. Oh yeah, big time. I had a question for you related to your podcast, Celeb News Right Home. I grew up in a house that had People Magazine and I loved it. I read it every time we had it and I guess it was was amazing. And so 
like for me personally celeb news and reading all about it every day and i find it fascinating and i can't get enough of it i was curious like for you what is your relationship to that news like is it that you both love it and you think it's also hilarious both one of them none of them i think it's hilarious i think it's escapist i also grew up in a house that had people magazines it's fun to follow people's lives who are like not yours and you'll never be like them and you get to both enjoy looking at their like fancy clothes and fancy lifestyles and then also like make fun of them <laughs> like it's like getting to talk shit about friends but then you don't have to actually feel bad because they're not actually your friends that's true it exercises a part of you like i like to gossip about celebrities and then be nice to my actual friends <laughs> it's a way to get the mental poison out without <laughs> yeah, re without yeah. really hurting anybody ultimately it's such a like benign thing too yeah yeah you can just enjoy it because i know that on your friday episode you were talking about just that you thought we were about to hit a real kind of like threshold or tipping point for them kind of more maybe overtly losing their minds yeah. celebrities <laughs> and i'm fascinated that by that because even in my mind especially like the mind that comes from having read people magazine as a child when i saw like early on the josh gag crying video yeah i honestly in my head was like oh this is gonna be good yeah because that was just the beginning Oh, yeah. Get to the whole point. It's like, you know, it's good. To, it's okay to cry and good to cry. This dude really needs people to watch him. Yeah. And he needs that adulation so badly. And I can understand how it's come to that for them in that celebrity is a drug and they're used to getting it constantly. It's a deep reservoir of that that they're used to. And that thing is drying up. Oh, yeah, it's really drying up. And like all the normal avenues, like going to premieres, going to gifting suites, doing press, or even just like being on set and having someone bring you like your lunch every day. Like that lifestyle is over for them. And they're just in their nice houses, not getting any attention from anybody. Their houses are like not even like near anybody else a lot of the time. They're just like in their little perches. There are just so many of them that are in some level of compound at this point. Yeah, there's a lot of compounds like acres and acres so like so like yeah i think that well first of all i think we're all feeling a little lonely and a little needy for sure i'm a performer i do a lot of like live comedy in la and i just am used to being around people a lot i'm used to like getting like you know up in front of an audience and i definitely feel the absence of that in my life so i can't even imagine what it's like when you multiply that by like a hundred or whatever it's like to be like an actual celebrity you know what i mean like i wake up some days and i'm just like wow like i really need attention and the only person i can get attention from is my fucking husband <laughs> especially too when i would think that a relatively high percentage of celebrities who call the paparazzi on themselves to then get the photos yeah i think that the, that's what anna darmas and ben affleck are doing she's calling the paparazzi on them i'm pretty sure like a lot of the paparazzi photos we're seeing are because a celebrity has called them there oh they should have they should both have movies out right now he's got his alcoholic basketball drama and she's got her right. Bond movie, and those were supposed to be out right now. They're both and pushed. Yeah, and a part of me is like, that's interesting timing, isn't it? I mean, it's not a real relationship. <laughs> I'm that naive, but I guess, like, it's just such a fascinating combination of people anyway. Okay, I mean, listen, they, maybe they have sex. Like, maybe they're, maybe they're hanging out in the same house. They definitely got together because it is very good for both of their publicity right yeah. now to be in this specific relationship. He needs to rehab his image, and he 
you can clearly tell he's been on an image rehab journey because like a lot of the press he's been giving lately is very much like humble I'm humbled and yeah. like I'm, I've changed now and now I'm dating you know this up and coming actress who's only gotten just glowing glowing press and but she hasn't broken out yet so she needs Ben to be like elevating herself to like that A list see this is why I love celebrity gossip because I can just like think about the reason Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas are getting paparazzi photos of themselves every day and like that takes up a lot of time that I don't have to think about coronavirus <laughs> that in my mind is something I would define as a healthy distraction absolutely and I find it utterly fascinating just to your point I'm mythologizing that situation in my head of like are they just in other sides of this giant compound and mansion whenever they're not out taking photos which seems to be 15 times a day because it's the only like consistent celeb right. photos that are out there like an impressively heavily curated relationship i wonder if they're sleeping in the same bed every night i wonder if they they kind of go off and do their own thing i mean like these houses these compounds they do have staff i wouldn't be surprised if she had like a friend hanging out with them there or like because they have yes. a lot of space he's probably got a nice house i haven't researched his house but i know he lives in santa monica and i know it's like probably got to be pretty big so i remember seeing their house i think it was whenever he was with jennifer garner and they were there the house where it was like it's a giant compound up top but then there was also living quarters beneath this area with all this greenery and it was yeah and even by like hollywood standards it was really impressive that's in the palisades i think jen still okay. lives there i haven't done a deep dive on the garner affleck real estate i'm sure it's substantial i'm sure it's amazing i mean that's like a situation where you've got both parents being a list a list so it's like yeah they're They've got a ton of money between the two of them. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure they have a nice place. I'm sure they have several nice places. I'm. I'm sure they have several nice places we don't even know about. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, although I go, I guess to your point on something else too before about real estate that they get deals to then put all this stuff out there, but then if you in any way look it up or it's brought up to them, they feel like it's some weird invasion of privacy, even though they make money off of this stuff. I have no idea. I would be curious I'm sure they would feel like it's an invasion of privacy because it's like I would feel that like if yeah. some if someone was like knew exactly where I lived I'd be like that's weird because, oh no no absolutely but but at the same time like that is a its own news cycle is celebrity real estate like it's yeah. its own there's people that depend on that news cycle like real estate agents depend on it interior designers depend on it they need that press and they do give celebrities like kickbacks from it not every time, but sometimes. Now that you're home kind of a more concerted amount of time, what are you doing with that time? A lot of working, I think, right? Basically, before quarantine happened, I was like the busiest I'd ever been. I was basically working two full-time jobs, one at home and then one out of the home in a writer's room. And it was good because I had been in a lot of debt. I basically didn't work for a year. So I was right. like in a ton of debt and I was like slowly like shoveling our way out of that debt. And like, it was good to be making some money. Then the, the virus hit and I was miraculously able to keep both jobs going as work from home up until Friday when the writer's room is now officially like done until coronavirus comes to a close or whatever until yeah. until production can start back up. So I am going to have a lot more free time now, but I don't really know like what that's going to look like for me. I haven't gotten to really enjoy it yet. I'm probably going to get to go on unemployment, which will be 
good i don't know tbd tbd I've, I've honestly had not that much free time like basically like when i was doing the two jobs before quarantine i was turning down a lot of live show stuff that i would usually say yes to because i just didn't have time i did have a few shows lined up for right now and for like i was supposed to go to boston and do me and joan my comedy partner joan ford we were gonna do um shows in new york and boston and it was gonna be like a very busy spring doing comedy in may and stuff but it seems like none of that's happening anymore <laughs> so i don't know i haven't had enough time to really think about like what i'm gonna do creatively or like what i'm even gonna do with my free time you've had no decompression time i've really like only had the weekends and yeah. i've been drinking a little more than usual smoking a little more weed than usual cleaning cooking just like trying to keep my house in order because it gets so much messier when you're never leaving experimenting with serums um, yes, I've been working on my skincare. Skincare has been good because when this all started, my skin freaked out. Like I had a major breakout, like even some like little rashes. I'm like the kind of person that like my emotions like completely live on my skin. I broke out like crazy when yeah. it, you know, it happens every once in a while, but not all the time. And it's amazing how just it will manifest itself in one way or the other. Totally. And like, I had that exact thing where I was not in a good place. It was very scary. And like my skin just took all that on. And so I made a very concerted effort to be like I'm gonna make sure I'm on top of my skincare because like I really don't want to like, like I just feel like when you take care of your skin it's very much tied to mental health like for me because when my mental health is bad my skin's horrible so if you can reverse engineer it and make the skin good <laughs> I do think it makes your mental state good I think so too and I think also like it's especially just right now I'm going to take control over this yeah don't see the psychological but this you see, so this you want to take on, control right. it, and just feel like you have something in this absolute just abject uncertainty. I would like to like not age 20 years <laughs> yeah. in the next few months. Like I am trying to be conscious of like anti-aging stuff too. Like that's why I'm into the serums and stuff. I'm like, let's save the Botox money for when we really need it. <laughs> no, that's fair. Put it in the Botox piggy bank for like five <laughs> years from now. I'm definitely kind of overcompensating in healthy direction because I feel like the longer this goes on, the more I could get closer to like the psychological equivalent to like an elastic waistband. And once you let that go and just you put on that thing that doesn't really hold you accountable, I'm like, it's over for me. Yeah. So I, I have to really like be as diligent as I can be without exhausting myself because yeah. there's no leeway there i say it all the time but i really mean it this time self-care has never been more important like take your baths i've been taking baths i treated myself to a pack of 60 60 face towels wow so i have now 60 little <laughs> towels i never have to reuse a dirty towel on my face i've got 60 little face towels that's impressive and i'm trying to just like set up my bathroom to feel like more like a spa and less like a place where like i take shits it is both but i'm rolling up little face towels and like putting them in my cabinet and like, putting them on display like i live at a spa you can both have it as a, a place for shittery and for soothing. I totally. Think. Yeah. And I've bought some bath bombs. Like, I'm just trying to like... It's an absolute comfort element. 
Yeah. And I'm very lucky that I have like a little, I mean, I did just get unemployed on Friday, but I'm lucky enough that I can afford to buy a few small items here and there to contribute to my mental health and self-care. And like, I'm very privileged to be able to even do all of that, frankly. And I don't have kids. Like I'm, thank God I'm in the position I'm in. I feel like I have it insanely lucky right now. Like it's just me and Jack and our dog. We just have to worry about ourselves. Like we don't have any mouths to feed besides our own, except for a little Kenny. Of course. I bought her a, a fuck ton of dog food right right before. <laughs> I did the same thing for my cat, too. I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to stock up on this because right. I don't know how bad it's going to be and how much I don't want to venture out into a store where unknown yes. people have touched everything. I'm like, I'm going to get ahead of this because if I don't, I'm not going to hear the end of it from her. So I've got to get it one way or the other. I think it was on March 11th that I bought like pounds and pounds of dog food. (laughs) I stocked up on cat food and the tea I drink because I'm like, I'm not going to go without at least A, the cat food for her and then B, just some comfort element for myself. Totally. Tea is great. This is a great time for tea. I love tea. I need to, maybe I'll have a tea after we finish our recording here. I know for me, I've been late to the game on kind of understanding, kind of comprehension of self-care, both the value of that, but also kind of what that means for me. So when your podcast came along and I started listening to it, that really helped me a lot because it helped me just adopt that mindset. Yeah. Knowing when I needed a thing versus wanted a thing. Right. That's a great mindset. It, Especially, like you said, in times like these where you really have to be kind to yourself and really just know when when you can really use something. Totally. Totally. It's a great podcast. I highly recommend it for anybody who's not listened. Thank you. 100%. I know you have your hand towels, all 60 of them. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, it was only like 20 bucks for like six. It was very, That's a hell of a it deal. was very reasonable. Yeah. And I was like, I've been denying myself clean face towels for so long when I could have just spent 20 bucks and gotten like an infinite supply of them. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Something that feels so luxurious and unattainable is like literally a matter of just like, you just have to spend like $20 and then like you can live the most luxurious life of all time i know there are so many things i feel like i've not even like put off over the years but for whatever reason i just hadn't i came around to them what feels like late after having heard about them yeah every single time my reaction is some form of i should have done this years ago i know i know every time i know i can't believe i'm just getting into serums I could have done, I could have done that years ago. <laughs> well done, by the way, on the uh, on Jack's test of what a serum was, because I wasn't. <laughs> I feel like that was a thing where I think I can maybe guess what it is, but I don't know based off of any experience personally. Well, I've done a lot of research because skincare is very confusing to me, and I feel like it was like this secret that I like wasn't like in on. So I like spent a lot of time researching like people's skincare routines. <laughs> And like figuring out like which things I'm going to get for me. And like, so I don't think I would have known what a serum was in, if I hadn't done all that really time consuming research. I don't, yeah, I don't even know where to begin on stuff like that for sure. Yeah. So there were, I forget what website or magazine, but there's like some magazine where it asks celebrities like, what are five things you can't live without? And the articles are somewhere, they're on the internet somewhere, but they've said different things. And then every once in a while they pop up with like skincare stuff. And a part of me thought they are paying people to refer them to these things. So I'll just buy one occasionally. And I'm like, oh, well that works. That was pretty cool. They all cancel each other out in my mind because I don't know. And there are lists rating all of them and everyone has different ratings and none of them are consistent skincare is overwhelming in that way where it's just like there's so many options but um i figured out what works for me you know yeah but it could be anything it could just be like getting like a nice 
you know, bottle of, of lotion, like Neutrogena or whatever. Like, it's, I think it's like, it's just like, it's about what works for you and like, and being like, you know, I'm going to prioritize like putting like something soft on my face so that yeah. my face feels happy. Like it's, that's really what it's about. True. I definitely have to treat myself, I suppose. Treat yourself. I'll start with tea and then go from there. Tea is fantastic. Before we bid everyone to do, what teas do you drink or what tea do you like? You know, I just got sent a bunch of tea from someone from the Jack AM chat, Alphas V2K. They sent me a whole care package of tea and it was like so thoughtful and it's like all this great stuff. Some of it's some green teas, black teas, a lot of like Chinese teas, like Pura tea or however you say it. I've had that before. It's really good. Yeah, it was like, it was a great, it was great. So I've just been like having, it's like all loose leaf and I have a little strainer that I use and it's very like, it's nice. I have a strainer and I drink... Runa tea, which has guayusa in it. Ooh. It's great. And so I buy this loose leaf one pound bag of it and use it. So guayusa is a, an Ecuadorian super leaf and it has natural caffeine in it. You make it, you drink it, and it gets you going just with caffeine, but it's all natural. Like there are no additives whatsoever. So you don't ever crash. It works great. It's really good. That sounds fabulous. I love it. Do you have anything you want to plug or point people toward? Everyone just watch Jack AM, twitch.tv slash Jack am i'm launching a new twitch slash podcast soon so just follow me at kate raft for info on that that's awesome i'm excited okay well i don't have anything to plug i guess at inquisitive dick on twitter otherwise thank you for coming on i really appreciate yeah thank you so much for having me what a nice chat absolutely i loved it it was great happy easter Happy Easter. I guess I'm going to go eat some jelly beans and or chocolate eggs, I guess. Do it. And then I'm going to drink some tea. Just wash it all down and then maybe eat some lotion. Really treat myself. Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah, I'm going to eat some lotion. I think that'll be good. Eat some lotion. Thank you all for listening. Be kind to yourself. Be thoughtful and considerate to yourself and others. Thank you again. Bye. Bye.